Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is Tuesday, January 28, uh, 2020. Welcome to the podcast. My name is JC Tevez and the podcast about my life. But today, uh, we are not talking about my life for the most part. Uh, we're going to be talking about Kobe Bryant. So you all know the news. If you're, even if you're not a basketball fan, you know, this is, this is news that I'm sure has uh, impacted your life in some shape or form. So today, today's uh, uh, podcast, you know, normally I talk about random shit. I talk about, you know, stuff. I, I goof around. But today, uh, I just want to talk a little bit about Kobe Bryant, what he means to me, and uh, what I think why he means so much to everyone. You know, why why the whole world kind of came to a standstill, standstill yesterday and still is in that state of shock and numbness and... uh yeah, so let, let's start first with what happened. So, you know, we, we, I don't want to go into all the details, but there was a helicopter crash that took place yesterday, at least Philippine time, so January 27, but in the States it was January 26. And uh, it took the lives of, if I'm not mistaken, nine people. Yes, Kobe Bryant and eight others, including, which for me is the most um, heartbreaking part, is his daughter Gianna, a 13-year-old Gianna. Who was, um, you know, the basketball, like, who she loved basketball as much as Kobe, probably more than Kobe. So, I mean, I've been reading all these testimonials and watching all these videos, all these tributes. And, you know, to be frank, I, I didn't know much about Gianna except for the videos that I would see of her and Kobe, including the most recent one. <clears throat> the most recent one with Kobe and her. Uh, sitting at a, uh, I think at a basketball, I forgot what basketball game. It might have been an Atlanta Hawks game. But they were together at a basketball game. And they were kind of just talking basketball like father and daughter. And you could really see the, like, how passionate Gianna was about basketball. So, you know, I didn't know much about her outside from that that, that video. And the few times I would see her in Kobe's videos or on, on his Instagram uh and so it's just so crazy that that they're gone you know i spent all of yesterday kind of comprehending so th- this thing when you hear when you hear there's things in life that i feel like you kind of just the world kind of stands still for a bit for you and you think that it's not possible there's only a few times for me not because as early as I, I don't want to bring into like you know all this other stuff into into it, but nine eleven was, you know, of course it was a it was a awful situation, and I remember where I was at least as far you know you know if you think back you know can you really remember where you were, uh, what was it nineteen years ago or whatever now how many years ago that was, I don't even know two thousand one right, so nineteen damn, uh, so I remember where I was that day. 
And the only other time I can remember, I feel like I will remember now is, is this, Kobe Bryant's death. Because, you know, there was Paul Walker, there was Heath Ledger, uh, Steve Irwin, I guess, to some people, to people before my generation, uh, you know, Princess Diana, and, uh, you know, Michael Jackson, I guess, to some people, Michael Jackson, Prince. But the thing is about, about Kobe's death was that it was, um, you, you didn't think, you, it's something that you would never imagine, right? You know what I mean? Like, you don't ever see that scenario. Cause okay, Michael Jackson, right? It was, it was untimely. But for me, I, I always saw Michael Jackson, like he always looked like he was sick. He always looked like there were some medical th- issues. You know, he's had medical issues. So even though it was before his time, uh, and even though it was, it was extremely sad, I wasn't super shocked, if that makes sense. I, I don't know if that sounds cruel. Uh, so it, it's just like you don't expect. And then Steve Irwin, he was killed by a stingray, right? And it's not out of the you know ordinary because he he did put himself in dangerous situations because he 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 loved the animals so much, even all the the more dangerous animals that we, we wouldn't even fuck with, right? So. Even though I was young, I don't know how... When when did Steve Irwin die? I might as well look that up. Steve Irwin died in uh, 2006. So I was I was actually a teenager already. I thought it was earlier than that, to be honest. It's, uh, so, you know, you, these things are things that when you see, you're shocked. But then you're like, oh, okay. Uh, I feel bad that it happened. But Kobe Bryant... Dying in a helicopter crash is a scenario that you never could ever imagine. You know? Right? Like, do you ever think, no one in there, no one ever woke up and said, I think somebody, Kobe Bryant would die in a helicopter crash. Like, nobody. So anyway, back to where I was. So, I remember where I was during 9-11 and I, I think I'm never gonna forget what, where I was, Kobe Bryant. So, I was working at the, in the radio station till two in the morning because that's my Sunday shift, ten p.m. to two a.m. And then I was talking to our our DJ who follows me. Uh, his name is uh, Gino, and we we talked for like an hour. We're just kicking the shit, you know. So it was around three a.m. when I left. And I got home and you know I, I brushed my teeth, whatever, blah blah, and I, I lied down and you know one more final scroll through Facebook, and then I scrolled. You know, just, you know, normally, I, mindlessly, as we mostly do on social media. And I saw a TMZ article. Someone reposted a TMZ article. And the person who reposted, I don't even know why, honestly. I don't, you know how you have Facebook people that you, you don't know why you're friends with? Or maybe you met them once and they added you and you felt bad and you're like, all right, I'll accept you. So it was somebody I didn't really know. And someone who looks like, kind of like, uh, unreputable, <laughs> to be honest. And then they posted a TMZ article and said, no way. And and Kobe Bryant dead in crash. So the first initial reaction, and I'm sure a lot of you can relate, was, yeah, right, right, bullshit, ha ha ha, very funny. You know, I've seen articles of Jackie Chan is dead, blah blah blah, and it always is fake. You know, there's always these you know fake these these celebrity death hoaxes. So of course that was you know I was like, alright. And then, but then I saw it was TMZ, right? And TMZ is, is full of shit for the most part. You know, I, I'm not gonna ever say TMZ is super credible but TMZ was the first party to break Michael Jackson's death uh, so a little bit of me that I had to be like I had I had to kind of take a 
second look after I, I did all the yeah right ha 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 uh, I, a little bit of my stomach kind of sank and it was uh, I googled it so you know obviously straight to internet google and at first it was just random uh, publications that I, I um I never heard of so I was like okay okay it's still alright it's probably just hoax and then the first thing I saw was Variety, Variety, Variety.com. So I, I haven't read any articles from Variety.com, at least none, none that stand out in my mind. But I know Variety.com, and it to me they seem reputable. So when I saw they posted it, that's when I started saying, "Okay, shit might be real." And there's a there's a sports writer, sports journalist named Adrian uh, Wa, uh, Wajanowski, Wajanarowski. They call him Wodge, W-O-J. And he, he tweeted it. And once Wodge tweets something, if you're an NBA fan, you usually take that as, uh, as truth. Cause he's always the one who breaks, like, trades, you know, breaking, you know, LeBron was traded to whatever, for example. And once that hit, that's when I realized that that shit was real. And, dude, I, you know, it was 3.30 in the morning. And from 3.30 all the way till around 6 in the morning, I didn't sleep. A, because I was in shock. And B, because I was, I was trying to figure out what else happened. Because there was, there was, you know, a lot of news coming out. Even one source said that four of his daughters were, were not confirmed, but they, they, they were saying that four of his daughters were on the helicopter. And I was like, what the fuck, right? So obviously, I mean, now that we know the, the details, it's, it's, you know, it's, it didn't, it, obviously not all four of his daughters were on the helicopter, which would have been devastating, even more devastating. So it, it also, you know, it's just a reminder, like, dude, whoever these news sources are, that's why, like, don't report shit like that. It's gonna, you cannot say shit like that. You cannot say that these, you cannot say, you cannot throw around words like that unless you are a hundred percent sure. You know, that's so fucking, that's so fucking disrespectful to, well, the Brian family and just in general, right? Don't do that. Anyway, um, so I spent, it, it, I was in shock, right? And I was able to sleep for like two hours. Cause I had to wake up early to do something anyway, but I woke up and I, first thing again, go, I go to, go to internet and all these videos and it didn't feel real. You know, Kobe Bryant dead. That's not, Something you, you think of, as, as I've been saying, you know, at the start when I opened up this podcast, you, there's no world that I ever thought of where Kobe Bryant wouldn't have been alive until he was like old, right? Until, you know, maybe I'm old, I have grandkids, and Kobe passes away of natural causes. Okay. That, I mean, obviously, I know no one lives forever. But it seems like he did. It seems like he would. You hear all these stories about Kobe Bryant. You hear all these stories about how his work ethic, he, he kept his mind and his body in shape. And even after retirement, three years after retirement, he looked great. Because Kobe Bryant, he retired in 2016. I'll, I'll get more into Kobe himself. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm just, I, I know it's mostly supposed to be about Kobe, but I just want to share how I felt about him. Because, okay, so back to where I was. I, I woke up and I was, I was like reading all the, looking at the videos. I see all these NBA players tweeting. I see all these all these videos of 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 people being emotional. Uh, Brian Shaw, there's a video with Brian Shaw that just that crushed me, man. Dude, I was crying all day yesterday. 
Uh, even today, I feel a little overwhelmed. I'm trying not to like break down or whatever. I don't want to feel like I'm dramatic or something, but it's just. So here's the thing. I did not like Kobe Bryant. Isn't that weird? I, I hated him as a, as a player, you know? I mean, like, he, he was not, he was, I have a cousin, his name is AG. He's a Lakers fan. He's diehard Kobe Bryant. And my favorite player is Vince Carter. And he's still playing Vince Carter. This is his last year. And there was a time when Vince Carter was one of the upper echelon, like, superstar players. He's up there with Kobe Bryant. Obviously, Kobe Bryant was always the better player. Uh, so I would always be like, ah, oh, man, Kobe, he's overrated. He's a ball hog. Blah, blah, blah. He wouldn't have won without Shaquille O'Neal. And even before his death, if we had an, if we had a, a, uh, you know, an, an argument about Kobe Bryant, or if you want a discussion of Kobe Bryant, those would be the sentiments that I would bring into it, into it. Diba? Uh, there's, I don't, I don't, am I a Kobe hater? Probably. I, I'm not going to even deny it. I, maybe I am. Kobe hater. But I never, even, there is no Kobe hater out there. I don't care how much of a Kobe hater you are. There is no way, if you are a true fan of of basketball and competitive spirit and just will will to win, you can never deny Kobe Bryant's success. Amy, he proved it, right? He, he, he proved it. Five-time NBA champion. So he had the three-peat with the Lakers. Uh, and then he had the, the back-to-back with uh, in 2009 and 10. That's when Shaq was gone, but he had Paul Gasol and company. Uh, two-time finals MVP. So those two years that he won back-to-back. Because Shaq won the – during the three-peat, Shaq won MVP for in the finals. Uh, he was MVP in 2008, 18-time All-Star. Uh, he was a NBA All-Star Game MVP four times. I'm just reading these accolades. 11-time All-NBA first team, second team twice, third team twice, uh, All-Defensive first team nine times, two-time NBA scoring champion. He won the slam dunk contest in 1997. Uh, you know, you these number these these accolades speak for themselves. Kobe hater or not, you cannot deny the man's success. And his, it's because of his work ethic. They they call it the Mamba mentality. So, the 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 nickname Mamba. I don't know when it came around, but it was definitely not when he first started. Like I think it was in the mid two thousands. He I, I if I recall correctly, he he was the one who who dubbed himself the Black Mamba, because Black Mamba you know uh, it's a snake. It's like a deadly snake and. That's what Kobe Bryant was. He was a killer on the court. Diba? Uh, he was so clutch. He, he was, you know, people would be afraid. Pagsi Kobe, uh, you know, ang may hawak ng bola sa last, ano, last possession ng fourth quarter. Diba? And, dude, you know, coming from a Kobe hater, I was in tears. I can't even imagine, well, A, Kobe and Laker fans, and B, people who actually knew him and, and were close to him. Meaning, you got Brian Shaw, if you watch that video, who was with the Lakers organization while Kobe was there. Uh, I, I, this morning, uh, Tuesday, I watched a video, Tracy McGrady, who they grew up to, cause they, they both came out of high school and they knew each other for years. Um, what other videos were, were, Gut wrenching. Um, uh, uh, Doc Doc Rivers, the coach of the L.A. Clippers, uh, 
who uh, was the coach of the Celtics when they had a rivalry. Lakers and Celtics, they've always had a rivalry. And, you know, there were years when, when, uh, they would compete in the finals, right? Uh, with, with, you know, Sina, Paul Pierce, Garnett, and Doc Rivers broke down. I mean, this is somebody who they would have battles with and he broke down. Yeah, man, just awful. And the, the gut wrenching part as, as, you know, as yung marang kwento kanina, as Gianna, Gianna, um, Ryan, man, uh, Cause it's so unfair, you know. Like, uh, you know, she's thirteen, man, diba? Parang bakit? She loved basketball. She was like the next Mamba, you know, the the little Mamba. Uh, it just—it's so heartbreaking. Cause Kobe, you know. Of course, it was taken too soon. But Kobe lived his 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 dreams, right? He 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 got everything that he wanted accomplished, at least you know professionally. I mean, in terms of family, he was well on his way. I mean, he he had you know he just had a new baby, so they had four daughters, and he retired 2016, as I mentioned earlier. So he had three and a half years because April of 2016. So he was almost there. He was almost at four years of retirement. And he, he, he was there. He, he, he set himself up to live his, his dream life after pro basketball. Cause he lived, he lived the, the, the dream life of a pro basketball player. Like, and no basketball, there, there, you cannot ask for a better career. So he, uh, he already did that. And he was setting himself up for the second phase of his life. Yung, yung, ano, yung family, yung retirement, yung magano na bagay. But Gianna, you know, she wanted to play in the WNBA, the, the Women's Basketball League. She wanted to go to UConn. UConn is uh, known as a women's basketball powerhouse. And she will never have that chance, you know? It's, it's so sad, man. Yeah. It's just them. Sorry. <clears throat> you know, it's, it's also heartbreaking because Kobe. Uh, if you, I watched some interviews because I told you Vince Carter is my favorite player, right? So I watched Vince Carter's interview about Kobe's death recently, and he said that because VC Vince Carter, he's retiring this year, and it's going to be a sad moment for me as well. Obviously, not as sad as this, but it, he was saying that he was talking to Kobe about retirement. Because he wanted to ask, you know, how are you dealing with retirement, Kobe? And Kobe said something. Don't quote me on this quote, but something like um, that he was enjoying life more after basketball because he got to spend his time with his family. And that just is so crushing because he got three and a half years, right? Three and a half years. And I, you know, he wanted more. He was supposed to have more. He got three and a half years, man. And the reason why he took helicopters, if you didn't know, was okay. 
So if, I'm not just pulling this out of my ass, okay? If you want to watch interviews, there's a great interview with Kobe Bryant and Alex Rodriguez, the former baseball player. You can watch it all there. Um, he he started taking helicopters because there was a time when L.A. when he, where or wherever you live in in uh, near L.A. it wasn't so traffic. So he, what he would do, he would wake up because he's you know the Mamba mentality, which we'll talk about in a bit. He would wake up at 4 a.m., go lift weights, go drive, do the do this workout, work around, shoot around, blah blah blah, and then by whatever 6:30 he'd come back, drop the kids off the school. And then he'd go. He'd go to practice. So that was his. That was his routine. But then he said it started coming to a point where traffic was so bad that he couldn't. Like he couldn't. Uh, he would always be running late. He wouldn't be able to pick up the kids. He wouldn't be able to go see them their their school play, as he said in the story there in that in that uh, interview. And so he started taking a helicopter because he would cut the, the the commute time, and he would have time to spend with his kids even if he said and quote this is the quote from the interview even if it was just 20 minutes in the car and that's what was that's why he started taking the helicopter because he really just wanted to maximize time with his family yeah you know yeah i never thought of kobe i only started seeing kobe as a family man after he retired after he retired because I hated the guy, right? I said I hated him as a player because he would always, you know, defeat my my favorite teams, my favorite players, and it was only because in twenty when he retired, there was a shift. There. You know, he was a killer on the court, but you, ne- I never really followed his antics off the court. He always seemed to be angry all the time. He never really seemed to be a joker kind of person, except for maybe a few clips you'd see maybe when he was with Team USA. Or with the Lakers, you'd see like he'd react on the bench. But normally, he's a serious dude. But when retirement happened, and there was an interview. See, I'm bringing on a lot of interviews because it shows how much I've been watching and following this whole thing. There's an interview with, with Richard Jefferson, who said that when Kobe retired, he became everybody's friend. Asin parang yung I think it's because he knew that the he didn't need to compete anymore. And he was trying to move the game of basketball forward not just for you know the NBA but for for women women in sports you know there is a thing see I know everything I know everything I've been looking so much online the last few tweets that Kobe favorited were all about supporting women women in sports he was working his way you know he was he was trying to make a bigger impact than he had already done outside of basketball or at least outside of the NBA he was trying to make a bigger impact in the world so, yeah, I mean, Kobe Bryant, if you're not a Kobe Bryant fan, it's okay. Uh, if you've made it this far, let me just, I, I'm sure if you made it this far, you probably know about him. If you're a diehard fan, then you don't really need to know what, I mean, you, you're going to know what I'm going to talk about right now. But the the thing that he, he is known for is the Mamba mentality. So I said named after the, he named himself after a snake, whatever. So he's known for his routine. So he mentioned 4 a.m. He'd get up every day, blah, blah, blah. There are stories. One of the best stories that, that came off of Reddit from uh, someone who said that he was a, he was like a staff member during a t- Team USA when Kobe was playing for Team USA. I think it was for the Olympics. I'm not sure. Or it might have been the FIBA World Cup. I don't remember. But basically, it was 3.30 in the morning. And some and, he, and then Kobe said, oh, no, he said that Kobe called him at around 3.30 in the morning. And he said, hey, 
uh, I forgot his name, the guy who was being called. But he's like, hey, can you help me do some uh, some drills or whatever? So the guy gets up, the, the trainer gets up, four in the morning, heads to the gym. And when he gets to the gym, he sees that Kobe's already in full sweat as if he'd been swimming. That's the way he described him. Which means that he has been shooting around for hours because he was so sweaty. So they do the drills, etc., etc. They get done, and then the trainer guy goes home. So he's groggy, he goes to sleep, and then they wake. He wakes up later on for the you know the actual training time. So when he gets back to the gym, he sees all the other you know Team USA players. He's, he talked about Durant being there. Uh, I forgot who else. Uh, and then he goes up to Kobe. He was still shooting, and then he says, "Hey Kobe, what time did you get done earlier?" And then Kobe said. That he just got done right now, which means he never left the gym since three in the morning, more earlier because of the sweat. He never left the gym. He said that he wanted to get eight hundred jump shots up. That's how Kobe's work ethic. That's how he rose above it all. That's how he 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 became a champion. And it's it, it's it's something to be desired. Honestly, the the Mamba mentality is something that you you cannot. Not everyone has it. I don't have it. <laughs> I cannot wake up at three a.m. every day to save my life. Kobe Bryant did it because he wanted to win. He wanted to win, and he did. And you know, besides the championships, he was incredible. Eighty-one point game. He scored eighty-one point. You may do them eighty-one points. That is the second most number of points. Of course, the most is hundred uh, one hundred by Wilt Chamberlain. Uh, it was a different era, though. Uh, but it was it, it's it's something that I don't think will ever. Well, no, I lie. In this high-scoring offense of the NBA, I'm sure I think someone will break eighty-one someday. I think see Devin Booker had seventy recently, like a year or two, like two two years ago. So, you know, just a couple more shots up. Maybe it's possible, actually. But Kobe Bryant, he's known for that, 81. He's known for his sixth... Uh, before I get to the 60-point uh, final game, he, he he's known as a competitor. He, he he tore his Achilles like late into his career. The reason why he wasn't able to play anymore, because you're like, oh, because he looked like he's still in shape. It's because he tore his Achilles. Achilles injuries are, are devastating to a pro player. Something that's really hard to recover from. It's still doable. I mean, he came back after the Achilles injury, but it, you can't. It's never really gonna make you this, especially at his age. I forgot what age he tore it at. He must have been like thirty something, thirty oh, late thirties, and so he tore his Achilles. And here's the thing: after he tore his Achilles, he went to the free throw line to shoot two free throws and still make it. He didn't have to. But the rule is the rule in 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 that in NBA is that if you are injured and you got fouled, for example, and you don't shoot your free throws, then you're not eligible to come back into the game. So even though he knew that his Achilles was torn, parang alam nga na hindi na siya sa game, he still went out there and shot those free throws. That's how. That's the Mamba mentality. Yeah, there's so much. There's so much that I you know, I could say about Kobe Bryant. Uh, he was he destroyed my favorite teams, man. He I, I because I, there were years where I was like, oh shit, my teams are not gonna make it out of this. You know the the my well my favorite player usually played in the East, Vince Carter. But you know other teams, I was rooting for other teams to beat the Lakers, and they would just not. <laughs> oh, let me get some coffee. Um, and so 
the 60, that's where I was going to go, the 60-point game. So on Kobe Bryant's final game of his NBA career, he scored 60 points, including a game-winning, well, it wasn't the last basket of the game, but he made the basket that put them in the lead. The most Kobe thing you could ever imagine. It's like a movie. You know those sports movies where the hero goes out on a on a win? It was there is no better storybook ending to his career than that shot. And just watch it. Go to YouTube and watch the just watch the highlights of his final game. Sixty points. It was as someone who has watched Kobe his whole life, who has hated Kobe his whole life. You cannot help but root for him. You cannot help but root for that moment, that 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 unbelievable moment. 60, 60 points. In the most Kobe fashion, it was a fadeaway. Well, it wasn't super fadeaway, but it was a it was a hard jumper. It was a tough jumper to to put him in the lead and to get 60. Damn, man. What a what a life and that should have been it that should have been that should have been like his final like that's it right I'm done and I'll live my family life in you know peace and quiet but just like another movie in this case a tragic part of you know how they have tragic parts in movies it just it felt like a unbelievably dark turn in a movie where because the day before Kobe Bryant died, he was LeBron James passed him in the scoring, like in terms of total points scored in the career in career history, and Kobe being the being the gentleman that he is, he he congrat he he's friends with LeBron, you know, despite all the who's better LeBron Kobe la la, which I think is, I mean, we could have that debate. It's a fun debate to have, but it's not something that I super take seriously. Um. So Kobe, he he's friends with LeBron, and he congratulated him on Instagram. I think well on Twitter for sure, on Instagram. So it was so it was just like, and then he passed away, and you know some of the people are saying like the tweets were so, it's like foreboding, right? He's like, you are now carrying on the legacy, LeBron. I mean, he didn't say that, but something along those lines. And it was, in a sense, it did also feel like a movie. You know how they have that, like, oh, it's your turn now. You carry the torch. And then that person, the mentor, you know, it's a very Luke, uh, Luke Skywalker, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you know, and I, I don't mean to, you know, be facetious right now. But that's what it, it, it also kind of has that, it had that feeling. I mean, of course, the worst way, you know, it's real. <laughs> but you can actually, yeah, well, you can see, like, you can see that. And I'm sure LeBron is deaf. LeBron hasn't released any statement as of t- t- today, at least Tuesday. Um, but I'm sure he's he's devastated because uh, he's he, him. Giannis Giannis Antetokounmpo, who is one of the MVP candidates, he's a great player who who works with Kobe all the time. He deactivated social media, <coughs> Twitter, Instagram. <coughs> it was it was all gone. And I'm sure he can. In fact, Kyrie Irving didn't play yesterday. Uh, uh, one of the touching tributes, you know, the day of Kobe's death was that because there were NBA games scheduled and they had to go through with them, I guess, because fans were already at the arena. Yeah, understandable, the man. And then 
you know, there, there's something in basketball. I, I don't want to like mansplain it to people, but just in case you don't know how basketball works, there's uh there's rules, right? So one of the rules is the eight second violation. Eight second violation is something when you don't cross the half court line uh, in eight seconds, the ball gets turned over. So the te- the some of the teams took eight second violations and uh, shot clock violation. Shot clock violation is when you don't shoot the ball before a certain time, which is 24 seconds. And why is it significant? Because eight second eight is the number that Kobe wore when he first got into the league. He wore the number eight, and then he switched numbers to well, I'm sure you can guess 24. So the shot clock violation is 24 seconds. The the back court the the eight second violation is if the for the half court violation, right? So eight seconds. So teams would at the start of the game, they would they took turns taking either an eight second violation or a 24 second violation. To commemorate, uh, to remember Kobe Bryant, I was I, I was amazed that teams were able to play. Like, how can you? I don't know. You know, like no, I'm not saying I'm not judging them. Obviously, I'm not, and I'm not blaming them. Like they should, they should play if they if they have to. But it's like, how can you can see some of the NBA players? They, they didn't want to play. They, Kyrie Irving didn't play, eh? uh, but just th- some of the players were in tears. They, everyone was obviously affected. There's not one player yesterday that played an NBA game that was not affected. It's like, damn, that 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 must be how how could they do it? It's crazy. Like, I I couldn't even really do anything yesterday, and I'm not even a basketball player. I mean, like, you know, NBA basketball player. Rabe. Um. So also just to you know just so that we can get it on the record as well, you know, it's not just Kobe and Gian who perished on that flight. Uh, so just to get it on the record, there uh, there was a baseball coach named John Altabelli. He was actually really well known in like the I think the baseball like in terms of like junior baseball something like that. I, I I'm not super sure, but he was he he was important man to a lot of uh, a lot of sports a lot of sports people as well. Uh, his wife Carrie was also there. His daughter Alyssa. So John, his wife Carrie, and his daughter Alyssa also died, and uh, you know. It's not to obviously it, it it doesn't make it any easier and also not that Kobe's death is more important. I think these are these are deaths that will affect people, you know, especially the the Alta Belli family who I think they have two other kids who are you know survived them. Uh, so that's uh, so that's five. I I haven't really looked into the information of uh, well the pilot. I don't know who the pilot was. Uh, oh, Ara Zobayan was I think the pilot of the helicopter. Uh, I think there's another pilot who was with him. Oh no, 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 my mistake. Anyway, I don't know who the other um passengers were. I think there were other. There was another like student because they were going to Gianna's basketball game with with one of Gianna's teammates and you know the the parents of her teammate. So I, I you know, you you're gonna have to look up who else was on that flight, but who else was on that uh helicopter ride? But rest in peace to all of them. And Kobe Bryant. Uh, I, I'm sure there's there's so much more I want to say. I just I'm not really my head is not really in the right place. I don't I'm not super focused right now. I'm just kind of wanted to get this out there. It, it is a Tuesday, and I do re- release on a Tuesday. And I wanted to do something that would, for me, remind me of what Kobe was as a person, as a player, and. It's just such a shame. It's unfair, and you know you're seeing all these 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 Instagram and Twitter like 
inspirational, you know, inspirational like uh, quotes and like hug your family. Uh, let let your product like the Brian Shaw video, which I keep referring to. You have to watch it, and I mean it's hard to watch, but you have to watch it. He kept saying, he said something like, um, you know, any big problems, big or small, let that shit go. He said it, let that shit go, and it makes you really put into perspective your problems in life, and also gives you an idea of mortality. Because Kobe Bryant to me was invincible. He was. So the only time I saw him as kind of human was when he hurt his Achilles. But even then I was like, yeah, he'll come back and he's going to play forever. So to have him taken away just shows that you know, time is a resource that you can't buy. Right? I mean, Kobe Bryant, one of the richest dudes at probably in the world i know he's one of the richest dudes in the world one of the richest athletes ever that money nothing it's gone i mean i i mean i'm it's i'm grateful that his family will get to use it or whatever but it, the point being is that money won't be able to buy you time man and dude gianna brian i, I that's so unfair it's so unfair, man. It's it's so unfair. And to anyone who who is uh grieving about Kobe Bryant and and Gianna Bryant and, and to everyone that was lost on that helicopter uh I feel you. <laughs> and I think it's 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 okay to to grieve um, and just I guess use it as I mean I'm trying to bring the mamba mentality with me to the gym right now after this I'm, I'm hoping I can go to the gym I have to I'm gonna go do it for Kobe right <clears throat> and his legacy will live on there there are uh, you know there are petitions like hopefully they can change the logo I don't know if that's gonna happen to be honest but you know something's gonna something's gonna they're gonna do the league is gonna do something whether it be name an award after him or or name a arena after him or or name a, or like do like tributes every whatever there, there's something's gonna happen you know Mark Cuban of who owns the Dallas Mavericks he said that you know the number 24 would be retired forever and I think a lot of teams are gonna do that as well I mean there's only I looked it up uh, yesterday. There's there's I think like eight or nine players who wear the number twenty four, and I'm sure none of them would be would be uh, would would raise objection to giving it up. I'm sure. Um. And so Kobe will live on, even if it's just you know when you shoot. You know the 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 the, the meme, right? The joke is that when you shoot, you say it's not even a meme. It's just. I don't even know how that happened. When you shoot trash into a trash can or just any, even when you're playing basketball, when you, when you shoot, when you do a little pump, you know, a little, uh, you know, jab step and then you, you pump fake and you shoot a fadeaway, you say, Kobe, Kobe. And I don't know what happened. No one says Jordan. No one says LeBron. No one says, you know, no one says all these other greats. No one says magic. No one says bird. It's Kobe. And I don't know why. I, I forgot. Maybe was it started by uh, like a was it Chappelle show? I don't know. But even that that will just that that is enough to show that that 
he will live on. You know, Kobe. So, and uh, we are. It is a it is a loss, man. It is a loss, and I think a lot of you will remember this day. A terrible day yesterday, and it's gonna take a while. Cause I mean, the, I tweeted yesterday that it, it would feel real, and then it would go away. Like ah, oh, it's normal. He's still alive, you know. I he, he's gonna, and then you watch something, and then it's it's like he's gone. So I mean, as cliche as it sounds, just what they said hug your friends hug your family tighter you know it's a there's there's something that i've been seeing i think a lot of the abs people are posting and like it's an underrated blessing uh that something as simple as leaving you you know you and your family leaving your home and then returning home is such an underrated blessing and it's true um there there's so much more that i want to say I, i can't even think about it anymore but just if you can be like I think the if there's one thing that Kobe and his daughter and all these people's passing can teach us is just remember how much how little rather how little time we have so uh, Kobe Bryant rest in peace August 23 1978 to January 26, 2020. And of course, Gianna, um, what, Gianna, uh, Brian. Actually, I want to get that right. So, Gianna Brian was born May 1, 2006, and also died same day as Kobe. So, January 26, 2020. Man, rest in peace. Yeah, I'm not a religious person, but I I don't know if like so whatever you if it's prayers or just thoughts, just it's really it's going out to them. And with that being said, try to have a good Tuesday. I'll catch up with you at the end of the week. Uh Hala Hala Show is out. Uh mix number sixty fuck, I forgot. <laughs> it would have been so fitting, right, if it was sixty, you know. Like such a Kobe thing. Um, yeah. Thank you everyone for listening. I know it's really long, but you have a great day and yeah, make it count. Okay. I'll catch you all later. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.